Oh, we're recording. Oh. Sorry. I thought you wanted to get started and get it over with. Yeah, let's do that. All right. Zencast through the way that it is, but welcome to the Get Offset Podcast. My name is Emily. And my name is Andrew. And that was that was a first. That intro started real slow and low. And just like someone who panics when making a pulled pork, cranked it up at the end. <laughs> so the funny thing is, is it didn't do that for me. So Oh really? I wonder yeah, how it's gonna sound. Sounded normal on my end. Mine started. It's like a so, Looney Tunes oh thing. I wonder how it's going to. It's probably going to sound fine in post. So I've just right. embarrassed myself. No one's going to know what happened. The thing is, oh, God, whatever. No, the look of shame that was on my face is completely unrelated, but that's all right. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, that was just me realizing I was hitting one of those things like, I want to keep the story short, and then I just keep talking. And then I didn't yeah. even realize that you'd started recording. And I'm like, ah! Yeah. Yep. Talking yep, about yep. Oktoberfest. We're recording this on Oktoberfest weekend. It is the weekend of the Oktoberfest. Well, this is the weekend that Oktoberfests are supposed to be. Some places, places will inevitably have their Oktoberfests in October. But, October. Um, yeah. Um, which makes sense per the name, but not per the tradition. Right. Yeah. Um, yep. No, I'm going to go later this afternoon to the one Fremont. I'm very excited. Going with the buddy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've already pre-purchased 10 tasting tokens. I'm so sorry to tell you this, but I um, had drinks last night with somebody who worked at the Oktoberfest, and he mm-hmm. offered me tasting tokens, and Rick and I weren't going to go because <laughs> I have to write an article today, and uh, so we said no. So Fair I could enough. I could have saved oh. you some money there. It, it's Sorry. not that expensive to get in the door. Um, yes, it is. It's, it's like 40 bucks. But that's with the, that comes with tasting tokens. Well, it would have been 25 to get in the door, and then I could have given you the 10 tokens. Fair. That's would have saved me 15 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. it's... um. I went one year. It's not... It's fine. I'm not expecting it to be like anything like what I experienced when I was in Germany. Oh no, um, and it's not. I, it's and there's nothing like what I experienced in Cincinnati. It's it's a beer tasting. Yep, yeah, but with, like, with always, pretzels. I've always wanted to do one of those, like where all the breweries show up, and like that sounds really exciting. Um, yeah, like probably since before I was of drinking age, I was just fascinated with that. But, yeah. um, but yeah, it's it's not going to be Germanic. I know that it's. At least it's not going to charade that it, it that it is, like Leavenworth does. But I mean, it calls itself Oktoberfest. <laughs> it's been, that's been torn apart and just hacked, and that's fine. Yeah, I mean, I remember living in Nashville, and they tried to make their Oktoberfest, like, actually, like, an Oktoberfest, and I respected it. But even then, I was like, this ain't, this ain't no, uh, Cincinnati Oktoberfest, you know? Right. Yeah. It's like. Uh, it's like the whole like, Mama, can we get X? And it's like, like we can we go to Disney home. World? And she's like, No, we got Disney World at home. Like the Disney World at home is like just downtown Disney. Oh, and 
Downtown Disney's fun. But it's not Disney World. No. No, it's like the wish.com version mm-hmm. of something. Right. Like, <clears throat> like a, there's the, I don't know why I've seen this meme so many times. It's like Mel Gibson and then the Mel Gibson we have at home. And it just looks... Or Mel, it's Mel Chipson. It's Mel Gibson and Mel mm, Chipson. That's why I've seen it a lot. And then it's just like some off-brand looking Mel Gibson type character. Yeah. Right, right. I just, I'm sure you've seen it. If I've, it's... Yeah. If I go to sit down like at a beer garden, there's not like 80s synth polka and pop playing. Um, it's not authentic. I mean, that's just... Every beer garden you go to in Germany, it's just that's what they play. Well, in Cincinnati, they have the live polka band. <laughs> Nice. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's off like to Cincinnati. An actual, actual, actual tuba. Now I'll be, I'll be in Cincinnati uh, October seventh through twelfth. So we got to figure out how we're going to handle uh, that weekend of recording. Yeah. Very fine. Well, t- a couple weeks after that, I'm going to be in uh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah, it's going to be a midwestern fall. Yep. But I mean, it's already fall here, so I'm hyped. Yeah, you look cold as hell. I mean, I'm wearing my... For those who aren't watching, Andrew's wearing a jacket and his string it's joy hat. Cardigan. It's actually quite quite matching. That's a cardigan? It's a cardigan. All right. I'm also wearing a cardigan. Uh, people on the, the channel call this my groovy sweater. My Lebowski sweater is what I call mm. it. I, um, I, I just call this like my comfy sweater. This is like the... It, I want to lounge at home but i'm too proud to wear a hoodie yeah kind of sweater even though that's not true i wear hoodies all the time yeah this is like i want to wear something moderately nicer on like a client call or in a demo but now it's just all torn up and like kind of fraying at the edges and i'm going to be honest a little stinky (laughs) getting that seattle grunge flavor yeah i don't know i don't know how to wash this There it is. There it is. <laughs> I don't know what the care instructions are. It doesn't uh, come. There were no tags. You can see where the tags were torn out. Is it the same care instructions as Levi's where you're not supposed to wash them? You're supposed to put them in the freezer for like a couple hours every month? Yeah, but so that doesn't smell. work. Like that's that's how that's like the general raw denim care instruction. And that doesn't really work. That's what Imogene and Willie recommends too. And it's just it's bullshit. It's bullshit. It's all bullshit. It's the sort of thing like, sure, it doesn't smell, but it's still like, there's almost enough like oil in that pair of denim jeans for the U.S. to invade. And oh, God, no amount of until that gets washed, it's just going to be that way. Fraser's not going to help that. All right. Can I just talk about my what's new? Can I just pivot? Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, dude. I got. Oh, Defender Player Plus Nashville Telecaster. Carl. Ooh, and my demo is already up. It launched on launch day like it was supposed to. What What's the official name for that color? Because I just want to call it Coral. Aged Candy Apple Red. Yeah. It, that's a nice color. I'm not going to lie. I like that. I like it. I like it a lot. And I really like the Nashville style Telecaster. I've never had one, 
Um, but you can get some more strat-esque tones. But uh, with the right. push-pull pots, because it has three pickups. Yep. Um, just like a tele- just like a Stratocaster. With the push-pull pots in the one and two position, you can still get that neck pickup. So you can still get the neck and bridge. Um, yep. There's like a traditional Telecaster. Uh, so you're not really losing anything. Well, there you go. Yeah, That's pretty handy. Yeah, it's got uh, the noiseless pickups, which I'm sure will be quite controversial. I think they kind of already are. People said that the first thing they would do would swip, swap out them pickups, having not oh. played them at all. Which is always a silly thing to say. I find I find them quite responsive, and I really like them. I mean, Gibson. People didn't. In terms of like public, like people just dislike a particular product from a manufacturer, like um, or guitar features. Like Gibson was the the automatic tuners, and for Fender, it was the noiseless pickups for whatever reason. The N threes people just hated, and I don't think people realize that they've just continued to improve them and not just leave it as is. Fender has. Re- um, I should say not Gibson, but yeah, I, I like I like them. I I think they have I think they really capture a good twang. I I've been playing I've been playing this guitar all weekend. Um, I really like the neck on it. I say it's comparable to my American Pro Two Series neck, which is nice. like four or five hundred dollars more expensive um, of a guitar. And it's made in Mexico, but I mean, I know some people will foo foo. Uh, a $1,000 guitar made in Mexico just for that reason alone. But I don't see welcome any reason this guitar wouldn't be a thousand bucks. What'd you say? I said, welcome to the economy. And then I regretted saying that because I could have said to quote Bill Clinton, it's the economy, stupid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, it has the, the rolled um, fret edges, which is really nice and locking tuners. Um, yeah. I think it's overall a really handsome guitar, some really unique finishes. Some I like and some I don't, but some people really like those, um, like tequila sunrise mm. things. Those, uh, those fades, those horizontal Just or vertical fades. Kind of look at it and you it. smell the grenadine. Yeah. I didn't, you know, that's, that's not my favorite look, but Hey, it works for somebody, right? Hey, look, I'm just glad that they're putting more orange on guitars. I know you are. I like Ryan Burke's green Strat. I don't actually know if I saw that one. Yeah, it's like um shiny. It's like um not like a, a not, finish, not like a or... big metal flake, but it's a a glittery green. Okay. I'll check Darker it out. Darker green than like Yvette Young's signature guitar, but uh, that's that Ryan Burke's like slime green. Side. It was great. Yeah, this is like a slightly darker green, and I All really right. like that. Yeah, I think he'd ri- he told me he'd originally wanted the pearl white, but I don't think it was going to be ready in time for launch. So, pearl white's a great finish, although for I gotta sure, say, Olympic white with a tort red tort is just mm. so classic. Mm. But, yeah, yeah. But uh, now you can see behind me, I have my little family of jazz masters. Indeed. Looks good. <laughs> Feels good. And then a, my weird Mustang Bronco hybrid. Right. I should put the offset telly up there instead of the uh, Mustang. Mustang's like, I'm still part of the family. Come on, guys. Yeah, maybe just, uh, just hanging out. 
Just hanging out up here. Thanks for noticing. We've all got the same dad. Come on. <laughs> this is Leo. Yeah. I'm just a part part of it. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm really happy. Good. Really happy. Still very happy with that guitar. Which is good because I've only had it for a week, maybe about nine days. This is the well, story of a girl. It sounds like uh, you've officially made it in life. That's what that tells white me. Whale. Um, uh, speaking of uh, white whales in the sense of gear that's just difficult to pin down. <laughs> How's that for a transition? Yeah, tell tell me <laughs> tell a... me what's what's new for you, dude? What's new in in gear world for you? Oh God, um, I don't want to tell this story. I'm so embarrassed. Okay. Um, no, I'm going to do it though. Why are you uh, embarrassed? Need... What's embar- What happened? I, I need me. to own my mistakes. Uh, so I have been continuing to clean my office space and unpack it because I, I moved office spaces in my house months ago and it's just been like a box at a time. Uh, yeah. And I box at a time and then like I had everything in my office. It was like two thirds of the way through and then I just took all the boxes out and then rearranged and rearranged like eight different times until I got the room layout to feel right. Uh, and now I'm just rearranging back into it. Kind of got to the point where like, if I'm going to unpack all these boxes. It, it, I need to know that it's going to stay there. Mm-hmm. And so anyways, I, I've, I'm happy with my room layout now. I don't think it's going to change. And sorry, I brought the rest of my boxes in. And now I'm proud to say that like all of my boxes, like everything that's left is in here. So I've got a little bit on the couch, a little bit in front of the couch. It's realistically another three or four hours of sorting. Hey, congratulations. Left. Now, in the process of that, I, I discovered something that uh, I thought was lost and or I thought I gave back to you. Wait, what? Um, I uh, The scary thing is I remember giving this back to you and apparently I didn't. So I, I, I don't know what that says about me. Maybe I need to like play more Sudoku or I don't know. My memory's going bad, but crinkle, crinkle, crinkle. I, the silver lining is at least it's found, but the not silver lining is, is I'm responsible for the missing OC5. Dude, do you have any idea how many places I looked for that? <laughs> I'm frustrated because I looked in every single one of these boxes and I missed it by like, it was in a box of paperwork <laughs> that I thought was nothing but paperwork. It was like the only one I didn't like tear inside out. <laughs> Dude, I thought I had lost my damn mind. Like, I was like, how, how is this the only pedal I can't find? I thought I had, like, loaned it to someone. I put up, like, a a post on Facebook, like, hey, entirety of Seattle guitar community, have I loaned you a guitar pedal lately? Because that's something I do and just literally forget that I do. Is it an OC5? I need it. (laughs) I need back. Oh my god, dude. It's okay. I had another octave pedal that I could use for that uh, submarine pickup demo, but I'm really glad that it's found. I don't want you to feel bad, but it's just, it's pretty funny. I laughed when you sent me that message at like six in the morning. I saw it. And the first no, thing I, I said it to you at like midnight because I, I saw it at I w- six in the morning and then I went. <laughs> 
It was like uh, past my bedtime. It was just in one of those like I'm, I'm unpacking and I'm just like go go go. Um, and I was actually looking for something else that's also really important that I can't find that yeah. I thought was in the stack, but uh, and I found it. And I just kind of sat there for like five minutes in my chair. I'll, I'll reenact. It was just like. <laughs> do I send a message now? Do I wait to the podcast? Do I just drive it at midnight right now and drop it on her porch? Like what? <laughs> just I'm glad you didn't do that, dude, because I would have freaked the, the, the fuck out, to be honest. And like, <laughs> like just had like a weird abode notification <laughs> that there's somebody on my front porch just like dropping something in my Ridwell container. Like, God. <laughs> What I thought about doing, which I, the, the, the funnier version, I think that I, I almost did and I opted to not because it was late, but I was going to wrap it up uh, in an Amazon package and just oh like retape God. it and just chuck it over <laughs> your fence <laughs> at like one in the morning. Oh my God. Cause it's a boss pedal. It's not going to break. Uh, that would have been so funny. But that, that was a lot of, that would have been a lot of work. For not a lot of payoff, so dude, that actually would have been really funny. <laughs> to have been like again. Oh wait, no, I should. Oh wait, I should have. I you know I should have done that and taken the label off, so yeah. that there what you couldn't tell who who had borrowed it and returned it, and just yeah. let you wonder who who ended up having it for weeks. <laughs> dude, that would have been so funny. That's funny. I like that. <laughs> well, just imagine no. just something getting chucked over my fence. <laughs> Again? Again? <laughs> oh, my God. Cool. So uh, I guess uh, for unrelated reasons, I'm going to need to be a uh, FedEx driver for Halloween. And just you know, Rick has costume. Rick has, like, the uniform. <laughs> no. <laughs> it wouldn't fit you. Sorry. Nothing that man has fits me. Fair. Oh. He does have a lot of FedEx hats, including vintage ones. That's a baller move, not gonna lie. Yeah. Vintage hats are pretty rad. We have a lot of vintage hats. Oh boy. That would have been great. Man, nothing's nothing's been checked over the fence this week, so it's been like one week since something's been Hurled over my fence. Uh, I also got a pedal into demo um, that I just need to make the the moment for by Hillbish. Ooh, look at that! It's a fuzz and does two octaves down. Ooh, Ooh that's Ooh. that sounds doomy. It's very doomy. Can't wait to doom on it because nobody does doom like I do doom. Doom, doom. doom. Oh, that reminds me, I think it was a Hard Times article I just saw, uh, which for, if you're not familiar with Hard Times is a satire site. And uh, the headline more or less read like states where weed is legalized <clears throat> show like the first year weed is legalized in a state, uh, doom metal bands, uh, <laughs> new doom metal bands increased by like 125% or something. Oh my God. And <sighs> I would believe. Uh, yeah. It's one of those, like, at what point is satire no longer satire, you know? <laughs> when it's, well, all satire should have a little bit of truth in it. Right. Yes. So. 
<gasps> I don't know, man. I've just lost the ability to differentiate. Yeah, that's true. Well, this week's episode of the Get Offset podcast is sponsored by Caroline Guitar Company, based out of South Carolina. They have a lot of great pedals, including the Summer Salt. It's a chorus and vibrato. It is one of the secret sauce pedals on my band Sunday Crush's board. During our song Good Boy in particular, I really love hitting uh, the special switch on that one that maxes out the rate and depth during the chorus to go da da And that is the very technical term for that. And I hope that sponsor spot sells you on the somersault. It is my personal favorite chorus pedal. And chorus is one of my favorite effects. So that's saying something, frankly. That's that ain't nothing. That ain't nothing. Caroline Car Insurance. Be prepared for when havoc comes your way. <sighs> Man. So this week, I this week and this weekend, like I've really had to had the pleasure of prioritizing a lot of guitar practice. And I, man, it's, it's very weird doing a lot of demos because like, you have to spend a lot of time like learning pedals. And then with the copywriting, I have to spend a lot of time like learning about whatever I'm writing. Uh, sometimes that's guitar related, especially if I'm writing about like pickups, which is something that I do. Or IAMs, which is something that I do, or turntables, which is something that I do, and uh, it's kind of it kind of takes away from the amount of finite time that I have to like learn new songs. So I'm playing a show on. Oh, I should look up the date of that show. I'm. I should. I should see if it's sold out. Tractor Tavern. Hello, Queen. Kim's. I'm playing guitar. It's Kim's covers. Um, opening for Hala Queen on. That's a Queen cover band. Oh. <clears throat> on. Oh my God! Where is the date? Why is sounds there a like, date? Sounds like you'll be having a good time. October 30th, on Saturday, October 30th. Oh, fun. Oh my gosh, there are actually still tickets available. This show sells out every year, so if you are in Seattle, consider going. Wow, okay. So, um, we're doing that. That's very exciting. Hey, Carrie. Hi, Carrie. Oh, the cat's in here. Um, so consider going that, but I'm learning some songs that I've actually... Some I'm surprised I've never learned. And some I've never heard. Uh, I don't want to like like spoil any of the set list really. But uh, I'm surprised and kind of ashamed to say I somehow got away with never learning Don't Fear the Reaper. Really? Yeah. Did you Have you learned that one? I learned how to... Uh, I, I learned how to play it in high school and I don't remember it anymore. I'm trying to think. So yeah. I, I'm in the same boat now. It's not, I mean, it's not like hard to learn the gist of it. Right. And she's like. 
There's a lot of counting. It's just like eighth note arpeggiation, more or less. Yeah. It's like a ton of modulation on that sound, too. It's a great sound. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. And then the, uh, then the, like, just, it's the counting that I really just need to get down. Like, I need to listen to that song, like, a thousand times. Yeah. And then sometimes you watch a tutorial and you're like, why is this guy sh trying to tell me to do the harder of the things for, like, that mm -hmm. triplet? Yep. The, the guy in the tutorial was telling me to go uh, on the B string, six, nine, then move to the E string, eight. And I'm like, why aren't you just having me go 10 on the G string? That would be easier. Yes, that would be easier. I don't care if the band played it in some other way, particularly. Just give me the easier way to do it. Damn it. Yeah. And then I'm learning um, some other songs that I've never heard. So it's really exciting. Um, but like trying to make time to actually learn music, even if it means like maybe recording a little bit less video content this week uh, is really exciting. And it makes me remember why, why I do this, why I play guitar is to play guitar For sure. and not to dick around with pedals. <laughs> Which seems obvious, but sometimes doesn't doesn't feel so obvious. You know what right. I mean? Um, yep. Yeah, and it's important to play, to play, to, to play sometimes and uh, for fun. And and I've I've learned some other just like random ass songs. Like I've I got I have a weird guitar that I don't really want to to spoil either. But I sat down and I learned like. Ricky Martin's Livin' La Vida Loca on it. Because I'd watched his <laughs> Behind the Music yep. on Paramount Plus. Because I, I grew up watching that show. And I <laughs> sat down and I've watched a couple episodes with Rick. And we watched his. And it was just like unintentionally funny. And he seems like a really sweet, wonderful human being. Sure. Like no, no shade to Ricky. And I'm like, damn, that song does Bob. Like, like you can't really <laughs> like, that's a fun song. Um, it's got a lot of energy and has a really funny guitar part. So, uh, I sat down and I learned it nice. and it's got baritone guitar in it. And Paul McCartney's guitar player plays guitar on it. Um, uh, Cause I'm like, is that a baritone? And I look it up. Is that a baritone or is that a seven string? <laughs> Because it'll be it's it'd be hilarious if it were a seven string guitar. Right. Let's be real. Uh, that was a baritone guitar. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So I sat down. and learned that one. I learned some other random ass song. Oh yeah. Maybe I probably didn't just sat down and learned a bunch of baritone guitar country licks. To be honest, but it's just been it's just been really fun to just kind of set aside and make that time like on my lunch break or whatever too. Just pick some ran something kind of random, like right. almost like guitar roulette, 
to just find a tutorial on YouTube, something that I probably wouldn't otherwise normally learn. Maybe a song I didn't really like as a kid because it was too poppy or whatever, and just kind of mm-hmm. go outside of my normal genre preferences and learn that. Because if that's something that I can then take into what I uh, what I do, whether that's demos or playing with other people, um, I feel like that's beneficial. Like it would certainly get yeah. me out of ruts. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Though I know I feel bad talking about this because I know you are kind of in the opposite sort of rut. Uh, yeah. No. I, in terms of the opposite sort of rut, so I've kind of reached a point where like my poor like ADHD brain is going haywire these days. Um, but I'm getting, I'm getting a solid handle on it and feeling a lot better about it now. And so something that I started doing at my day job, uh, for, for task management is the most simple thing on the plan is literally writing down on a post-it note, what, what it is you're doing. And then it goes up on a whiteboard and yeah. the whiteboard split up into sections um, is this in queue? Is this what I'm actively working on? Is this um, waiting for review? Is this done or is it on hold? And so I've put a whiteboard on the wall in my office at home and I've got, don't have that many sections. It's not that big of a whiteboard, but I just have a queue and a actively working on slash review uh, section. And so I sat down two days ago and I just filled up the board with post-it notes and then nice. spent the day putting a dent in it. And some, I've got it color coordinated. Like, is this personal? Is this Fox cut row? Is this like it just kind of breaking that all up? Yeah. So my goal here is get ahead of all of that. There's just a list of stuff that it falls in the category of it's a combination of yes, it's a lot, but it's also manageable if I manage my time well. And it's amazing how quickly time disappears when like a five minute just kind of grab water break turns into a 20 minute scrolling Instagram break. Yeah. And uh, it just adds up so fast. So I'm trying to trying to focus and just literally grab only one at a time. So that way, like I can just put the blinders on and this is the only thing I'm working on. I'm not feeling uh, yeah. overwhelmed by the rest of the task list. So that's kind of, I, I tried that Friday. I got so much done and I'm going to continue to do that. Um, my current work schedule just uh, for my day job flipped a bit and nice. I've got a, it actually works out to where I've got a lot more time to work on things at home and uh, the way that it shakes out. So I'm pretty happy about it and I'm expecting Good. to, my goal is get through the rest of this list so I don't have like active things hanging over my head that I know could be done. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I can renegotiate my time management into a this is time for work and this is time for play. Nice. And yeah. I, the way that the office is set up now is so much more intuitive playing. Like I am still like picking up the guitars just like for five minutes at a time. Yeah. Uh, and just toying around with them. It's just not dedicated. Like I've got an hour to sit down and have fun. Yeah. You know, I have to dedicate the time to sit down and, and learn the songs, especially because it is, um, for me, a part of, I, I, I can't really say work work, but it is like a commitment that I've made to other right. people, uh, yep. to learn these songs. So it's not quite dick around hobby. It is quite more like, uh, commitment commitment hobby yep totally different yeah so I'm, I'm just playing for myself i don't have a show coming up that i need to make sure yeah. that i'm all prepped for i just have the i need to scratch my creative itch and right now my creative itch yeah. is getting through that stinking list yeah so um, that you can do that without do actually have fun without um feeling guilty after 
Right. So naturally, um, I'm going to Oktoberfest this afternoon instead of working on my to-do list. But <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you got to you got to do that because like I, Rick and I, like we saw our friend last night and part of us was like, oh, God, we're going to like stay up so late because he wasn't even getting off until 1030. Oh, wow. So we, yeah. So we made a reservation at uh, a, um, this kind of speakeasy in, in Fremont nearby for like 10 30 10 45 <clears throat> which was fun um and we were like oh god what are we gonna do so we just like played la noir that video game from like 20 like we just we just got it because yep. i was like i want us to play more video games when like just instead of like watching tv because it's like something active we can do together yep. instead of just like trash talking reality tv show contestants um but we were playing some like competitive stuff or like some like puzzle stuff man i was getting kind of frustrated with the puzzle stuff we were playing 39 days to mars and just like I think our con- like I bought some kind of cheap controllers and I was really getting frustrated with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we were playing, and that was kind of making the puzzles hard. And like the lack of instructions in Thirty Nine Days to Mars was making me upset. <laughs> and then uh, we were playing Jeopardy against each other, and I got really mad at that. Like he just really lucked out on a couple of the categories against me, and it made me really upset. Like. Like right. he's from Missouri and one of the two of the categories in double jeopardy were like St. Louis and then football. I'm like, I don't know shit about those things. <laughs> <laughs> and well, so I got kind of bummed about that. Uh, and then um, we started playing and I'm like, what is like, like, we both like kind of true crime. So I'm like, well, let's just get LA noir. We can be the detective and we can kind of play. I'm like, right. that way it's a teamwork thing, not a pitted against each other thing. Yeah. That game's pretty problematic. <laughs> oh, is it? It's like it's it's like you know they kind of, you can tell when they kind of shoehorned in some like cover your ass stuff because there was like there's one time like one point where you're interrogating someone and there's like some anti-Semitism and then you kind of have to like play bad cop to like get the guy to admit he killed the guy because the other guy was being anti-Semitic against him and Yikes. and then like the, the main guy says. I respect your ability to believe in whatever you want, but you can't kill people or something like that. And you can tell that was just so shoehorned in to like, you're like, oh my God, this is so bad. Oh, geez. Yeah. Well, it was from like 2017. And like, that recent? Yeah. Oh, at least like I've got, there's a childhood game that I I played growing up and I revisited it um, in the last year or so. And I was horrified to realize how gobstopping racist that it was um oh yeah i guess it's the but that was from like 2001 or 2002 and it was just very xenophobic because oh, it, was a war, it was a war game um, oh so i'm sorry a... this was fr- i'm sorry this was from 2011 for playstation 3 and xbox 360 2011 for microsoft windows and 2017 for nintendo switch so it's actually quite older Okay, so that's a little better, but still not mm. great. It also has like a, just a shit ton of people from Mad Men in it, which is I liked Mad Men. I didn't realize right. that game was that old. It's ten years old. Sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry for interrupting. Oh no, I was just tagging on something similar. Just I, I there, there's also a game that I played as a kid, and then I realized as an adult was very, 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 very racist. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Which it makes sense in the context of it being a U.S. based war game in a post 9 11 world made in like 2002, 2003. 
So of course it's going to be incredibly xenophobic, Islamophobic, but I didn't really register that as a kid. So. Oof. Yeah. That was command and conquer. Um, Is those like war games? Right. Yeah. So like age of empires, but slightly different. Um, age of empires, much better on that level. Which, but, which, which, um, wasn't there like one of those war games where it turns out that you were like the Nazis or something? No idea. Okay. I don't do first person shooter games, um, which rules out most war games. I just do real time strategy. Yeah. Uh, and re- re- any more these days, it's just age of empires. Huh? But, um, oh, that reminds me, there's something I was going to talk about. Oh, Okay. Just on the same subject in terms of like being socially aware mm-hmm. and realizing that I was not at one point in time is I, I filled up, I pulled out my old Nalgene from college and filled it with water to take um, to uh, the sports field yesterday for, for something. And I was just sipping out. My wife looks at me and um, Melissa says, uh, you might want to cover that sticker up. I'm like, what, what sticker? And I look and and I realized it's a sticker that I put on my Nalgene when I was in college in like 2012, 2013, before this would have been intentionally charged. So it, I really believe that it was when the sticker was made, it was incredibly innocent. Uh, but it's a sticker that says everyone matters. Ooh. Well, and yeah. I mean, back in college, that was very different. And then, yeah. that doesn't, okay. That's, that's not all lives matter not exactly the same thing but it's just like it hit that that tinge of like that could be the understand that could be perceived the wrong way and i don't want to have to sit there and like explain oh no 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 i'm, I'm not right like i don't want to no uh, no that's so not I, this is much older than that up. yeah I think, I think i'm just gonna cover it up instead of trying to peel it because it's been on there for better a part of time. a decade yeah 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 but cheers to uh growth and improvement and uh Moving, moving on in life and becoming a better person. Yeah, that's important. That's important. It sure Super is. Super embarrassing, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can see why it would be. I can see why it would be. Dude, apparently uh, Get Off had hit 1,000 subscribers on TikTok, which means we can do TikTok live things now. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. I still don't have a TikTok, should I? Uh there's some fun stuff on there. I'm like, I'm like kind of meh on it, but, uh, I know some of our, some of our, uh, friends are really excited about it for us. And I'm just kind of like, Oh, they want us to do the lives. I'm like, I guess we should, I guess I'll try it, try it out. But I just don't care. So uh, I met I as someone who hasn't done short form video content. I imagine it's just so difficult. My experience with video editing, um, and albeit very limited, is so much a the shorter something is, the harder it is to do. Kind of similar how like when I was in, in college trying to do it. This is a PowerPoint presentation. Super easy for me to do a twenty minute PowerPoint presentation. Doing a five minute PowerPoint presentation to cover the same amount of material is so much more difficult. And when you're doing short form, you're not necessarily adding all that detail, but you still need to condense a storyline down. 
into like a in so, like a 10 second this is a compelling storyline and i just i imagine that would be so draining to keep up with i can't imagine being a tiktok creator yeah i mean i think people just tell shorter stories um little snippets little show and tells um like i pull little bits and pieces out of demos sometimes uh we're just kind of talk about something for like a minute you know uh, right. It's harder to tell a short story, as you know. <laughs> it takes practice. Um, Shots fired, but I'll take it. <laughs> I mean, you said it. You literally—it's like literally the first thing you said in this episode. <laughs> oh, it's the—it's—it just makes TikTok the antithesis of storytelling, Andrew. Yeah. So I mean, it's just everyone tells uh, things differently. So I mean, I don't know. Oh, I guess the other thing that happened to me this week, though, was I saw Katie Kirby in Tacoma. Oh, so yeah. I, I, I opted against going to the Seattle show because it was on Thursday and a very early call the next morning. That would be the adult responsible thing to do. Yeah, but driving all the way to Tacoma was... <clears throat> a life fast. choice. Yeah, that was a life choice I made. Uh, no, it was really good. She was great. Waxahachie was very good. Yeah. Well, very gave, cool. Yeah, gave her band... Uh, a guitar pedal, the Swamp Witch pedals that eat the rich. That was uh, the Swamp Witches <laughs> take on the Distortion Plus. I just been clearing some stuff out. Felt like it was time to let that one fly the coop, and uh, they seemed really excited by it. Good. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't want a pedal that's called Eat the Rich, right? Right. So yeah. So their tour is continuing. So if you have the chance to catch uh, Katie Kirby and that band, uh, you should y'all should do so. Well, coolest of beans. The coolest of beans. Yes, indeed. Well, I'm going to go do some dishes before You're I. going to do some dishes. Damn, this is a short episode. Coat. Yeah. Dang. It is, but I, I promise to, to do some dishes and help with cleanup before I disappear for an afternoon. All right. Well, uh, everyone out there, please check us out on patreon.com slash get offset. We are so close to our next goal. Uh, we have merch yep. at podcast.com slash shop. Please like, comment, subscribe. Please review and rate on iTunes. And that everyone next out- goal, by the way, is that uh, is, uh, is is that Wiggles cover is sitting right there on my board. That is on my list of things to do. Nice. Well, everyone out there, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks for understanding. Until next time, my name is Emily. And my name is Andrew. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.